The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Let's get something straight right here. The winning edge is not luck. It's sports gaming strategies and information you can use to make your own luck. Kicks off right here on the home of the winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Scumbags! Let's Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. Level 2 has begun. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people, the bust, them, and everybody else in between. We're kicking it. It's the Twisted Tuesday. Andrew McKinnis will step up and in, in a couple of minutes. We'll talk some NHL hockey as they're off and running in the National Hockey League. The Las Vegas Golden Knights have beat uh, the Seattle Kraken. So the Kraken lose their first ever game. But they cover on the puck line, actually. And I played Vegas... It's funny because I was going to take the Kraken. We talked about this game tonight before the game, obviously, on Game Time Decisions. And I said, I think the Kraken plus a goal and a half is is the look uh, for this game. Kraken plus a goal and a half. But uh, the Kraken had five guys out. So, you know, it's not like they're, they're the deepest team to begin with. They're an expansion team. And they had five guys out due to COVID tonight. And it turned me off of the Kraken. And I said, you know, I'm just going to put Vegas. I'll put the Vegas Golden Knights in a money line uh, parlay uh, with, with the Dodgers. And so we, we hit that 4-3. And I'm telling you what, the Kraken are going to be a competitive team. I think they're going to be a good home team. And they'll lose a lot of one-goal games. We've been talking about the Kraken. We've been following the NHL preseason. That's one good thing, too, guys. It's like, you know, like a lot of people are oh, a preseason. And you ignore it because you don't bet on it or whatnot. But it carries over. It does. Like, it's not the one-loss record. doesn't matter in the preseason. But you could. You can get a feel for a team and how they're going to be you know, in the upcoming year. You really can. If uh, you're not not in one preseason game, but the body of work, like so, you know, we've seen enough of the Seattle Kraken now to know. Like I said, you know, I talked about it last week. I said, listen, they don't look like an expansion team. Like what, like you know what I mean? Like when you watch the Seattle Kraken play, it's not like uh, you're going to go, oh god, these guys are. You can tell they're a new team. You can't like they're 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 solid. They have a solid roster, not a spectacular like it's not a flashy roster, but it's a it's a solid roster. I think they probably did a better job than we gave them credit for at the time. And I, you know what, McKinnis is going to join us. I know McKinnis actually didn't mind uh, their draft at the time, and I would have went flashier. Right, there was bigger players out there that they could have gotten like goal scorers and stuff, but they drafted a bunch of young defensemen. Right, they sort of, you know, they went with a bunch of young defensemen in their mid twenties and stuff, which was actually a pretty smart move. You can't, you know, they're building this from the back, uh, the back end out. So, 
Uh, the Crockett are going to be a competitive team, but they lose 4-3 tonight. The Pittsburgh Penguins, like, smash the Tampa Bay Lightning 6-2. 6-2, final score. I didn't see that coming. That cost me a parlay uh, tonight. Didn't see that one coming. So we got a full slate of NHL hockey tomorrow, and then the NBA, of course, is around the corner uh, as well. And I see a picture there of Sherapan. I get a one nothing game. I get a, I'm going to tweet him right now. He goes, oh, what a great time. I get a one nothing loss. You get a 7-2 win. <laughs> I'm glad uh, Sheriff Pat enjoyed himself with the kids, though, tonight. Level two. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Moranzi. The pistol players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between. We're kicking it. Sirius XM Channel 204 to Buddy here. 1090. Shout out to uh, Sports Byline, Sports Map Radio, the Armed Forces Radio Networks, and everybody else in between. So uh, Gruden's out. Raiders go to Denver this week. And uh, I want to break it down from a handicapping standpoint. We, you know, we discussed the emails and we broke it down in level one as far as what Gruden said. Yeah, there's no. And you know, listen. If you're if you're defending him and you're saying, "Oh, cancel culture's gone too far," then this is the wrong hill to die on. It's the wrong hill to die. He deserves, you know, he he can't be the coach of the Raiders anymore. And listen, he didn't get fired. He stepped down. So it's not like he knows. He he also knows. How the hell are you gonna be the coach? How are you gonna be the coach? This thing now, you can't be. Right. So he stepped down. They're getting three and a half points against the Denver Broncos. So they're getting three and a half, and I'm thinking at first, like my initial reaction was, wow, so you lose your coach. It's kind of, you know, it's kind of a weird situation, game plan and everything, right? Yet he's just, they didn't fire everybody, right? No one else lost their jobs. It's just him, all right? It's just him. So the special teams coach becomes the head coach somehow. I don't know why the special teams guy got the job, but whatever. You know, Davis does weird things. So... I don't know. It's it's a weird it's a weird situation, but I guarantee you, all right, there's gonna be players in the room that love Gruden and liked him, and there's gonna be guys that are gonna be, you know, like Keyshawn and said, I always knew this, and I'm not surprised and I'm glad he's gone. You know, it's crazy though, because the Raiders have a good thing going this year, right? I mean, they were three and um, they're rolling, they were beating good teams. You know, then they started losing games. Then, you know, last week there was the email story, which I didn't really look into too much. You know what I mean? I heard uh, Gruden said something in the email, and then I was like, well, about what? And and it was about the Morris Smith. And I'm thinking, well, no one really likes the Morris Smith. So, and, you know, they clearly did not play well. We'll break it down with Steve Merrill a little bit later on. But if you guys remember, during the kneeling stuff, too, Things didn't go well for the Raiders then. Their room fell apart then as well. And I'm sure now it'll be, you know, some people are going to be happy he's gone, some other people won't be, but you can't say he deserves to still be there. This is sports rage. Vent your rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Nobody wants to hear the nonsensical ravings of a loudmouth malcontent. We rolling. It's a Twisted Tuesday. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Marinci. The baseball playoffs roll on. The Houston Astros eliminate the Chicago White Sox. The Milwaukee Brewers have been eliminated. And we've got a game five in the National League uh, with the Dodgers and the Giants. So the Dodgers and Giants are the last uh, one standing. Everything else, uh, everything else is done. Uh, Houston absolutely smashed uh, the White Sox uh, today. So we've got series prices. Um, now the Atlanta Braves are just going to wait and see who they play. And, of course, the Braves and the Dodgers played last year. People forget it. It's easy to forget, actually, because you only really remember what happened in the end. That's a thing, and it is true. Like, it doesn't matter. You can say, oh, they were up this and that. In the end, people are only going to remember. You know, they're going to remember who won the championship. So it doesn't really matter. So, yeah, the um, seeing a White Sox fan destroy his shirt. <laughs> He's getting so mad about the game. He pulled his Hulk Hogan. He ripped his shirt. Yeah, Houston Astros. Wow, da- dangerous team. Dusty Baker and company celebrating. The champagne is flowing. Man, the baseball playoffs have been fun, and they're, they're going to continue to be cool. So, uh, series price right now. Houston Astros are favored over the Boston Red Sox. Minus 156. Nobody expected the Boston Red Sox or the San Francisco Giants to be good this year. And here they are. They're both still playing. It's amazing. So, you know, listen, this, that's the one that I got wrong the most. And folk, full, I got to own it. I do own it. I, I was wrong. I apologize for giving you guys uh, the raise to win the series. I didn't think Boston could beat them. And especially after, man, they lost game one. You know, you look at that Kiermaier incident and, and the ball bouncing off over the wall and them not scoring the run. That could have been the series right there. Like you could argue, and I don't like doing that. I don't like if ends or buts. If ends and if if ends and it's and buts were candies and nuts, etc. But it was late in the game. What it was like the eighth inning? They would have taken a five-four lead. It just it could have been. It would have been different. They would have been up to one. You know what I'm saying? Like it would have been different. And by the definition of the rule, by definition of the rule, it is what it is. I mean, it was a ground rule double, and you had a guy on first base, so he goes to third. The problem is, he was going to score for sure. 
Like he would have. They did get. They didn't get screwed. Like like it was like oh like something unjust happened to them. It was just a freak accident, you know, a freak play. And the way that it turned out against them could have cost them the series, actually. You could argue that it did. But, I don't know, like, you know, they still would have had to win a game, and Boston has shown how resilient they are. So the Boston Red Sox are plus 132 against the Houston Astros. And now the um, the Atlanta Braves, of course, await. Uh, we got TBD versus TBD, but we got a number. Houston Astros are minus 136 in game one. Boston Red Sox are plus 116. There's no pitching uh, matchup yet, but FanDuel has a number. They don't have a total up, but they do have it listed. Houston Astros minus 136. Boston Red Sox uh, right now plus 116. We've got a we've got a line for the Los Angeles Dodgers and the San Francisco Giants, and it's one thing we I got to say with FanDuel. They do a great job. Like they're very quick, aren't they? Like they get these numbers out, uh, they get these numbers up on the board pretty quickly. The Los Angeles Dodgers and the San Francisco Giants game five Thursday night, nine o'clock Eastern time, nine oh eight Eastern. They have it listed. Pick them. The game's a pick them. Minus one oh eight. Minus one oh eight on both sides. The game. The game is a pick them. It's uh, Arias versus Logan Webb. Both these guys were great in their in their starts. They didn't pitch against each other, right? Arias pitched on Saturday in Game Two, and uh, Logan Webb, of course, pitched uh, pitched uh, Game One and was dominant. Ten strikeouts, dominant performance. The Dodgers couldn't figure him out. It'll be interesting to see if the set now, like that, they're seeing him again. It'll be a little bit different. Like, that's the whole thing. It's going to be a real test, a real battle of wills, isn't it? In the sense of, he can't just, is he going to just attack him in the same way? Is he just, you know what I mean? Is he going to throw the same pitches? Is he going to do the same thing that he did in the last game? Because the Dodgers will be waiting on it. I think the Dodgers match up better with Webb this time around due to the fact that we've seen the Dodgers learn their lesson after game one. The Dodgers haven't swung for the fences as much, right? I think they did in game one. They were ultra aggressive. They didn't hit well. It was, you know, and it was a bad, it was poor hitting. It wasn't that they just got shut down. It was, it was a poor hitting display. You know, they were swinging it like, uh, they were, uh, they were swinging at bad pitches. They were swinging, they were making it easy. Like, they were swinging at the first pitch all the time, whether it was a ball or a strike. Like, they had their mind made up almost. They Like, the Dodgers did. Like, there was a time, like, Cody Bellinger and Ron Darling said, you could tell he had his mind made up. He was going to swing no matter what. Right? And they can't do that. They, 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 they can't do that. They just can't. Like, and they haven't. So, to me, if the Dodgers are patient, if the Dodgers are patient, they can get to Webb. And, you know, in a sense, like, if as long as, because Webb's going to have to approach it a different way as well. And I think the Dodgers are smart enough now. And the key to me, and my point is here, is the fact that it's a little bit different in game one, right? The Dodgers are a confident team. And we talk about it. They don't, they don't fear playing, you know, in elimination games and stuff. They don't, they don't panic. And 
I think that they, you know, in game one, it's the first game of the series. So they, they were aggressive in game one, right? Now it's game five. They're, I don't think they'll be as reckless in the plate uh, as they were in game one. I expect the Dodgers to be much more, much more disciplined this time around. I mean, it was ridiculous, guys. Logan Webb, I believe he had five innings. It was at least four, but I think he had five innings of which there were ten pitches or less in the inning. You just can't have that. Like, I don't even care, like, even if you're not the one of the best pitchers in baseball, if you're only throwing seven pitches in an inning and stuff, your arm's going to be pretty fresh, and you're going to be able to do whatever you want to do. You can throw whatever pitch you want. That was, the, that was the problem. Like, the Dodgers were so aggressive, but it allowed Logan Webb to be, you know, his arm was just electric all night because he wasn't throwing a lot of pitches because you, you swung at everything. Right? And I mean, how many times, if you think back to that game, how many times, how many times um, did the Dodgers, did, like in your mind, you think, how many pitches did Logan Webb throw? They were basically in the dirt. You know what I mean? Like they were, they were literally basically in the dirt. Like Logan Webb figured it out and he was like, all right, I'm going to throw either these crazy high fastballs, like, like at their head level, and they're going to swing at them. And, you know, Vladimir Guerrero used to do that, senior. You know, like, you know, he'll swing at anything. It was one of those deals. So I think Logan Webb realized that, that, listen, these guys are swinging at everything. So I'm going to throw these high pitches that they won't be able to hit, and they're going to swing. They're going to look like they, you know, because those high fastballs are tempting for hitters. The hitters think they can hit it, but it's really not a good angle for them, right? But the hitters do buy it. If you're undisciplined, you'll you'll swing at it. So the Dodgers are undisciplined at times. And so he was throwing these high fastballs, and he was throwing, like, junk in the dirt all the time. And so it was, like, way high and way low, and L.A. was swinging everything. Make Logan Webb work for it. And let's see if he could be his dominant. I see John Jones is trending. I'm like, oh boy, what do he do now? I guess the, the UFC, the UFC fired Lewis Pena for uh, for domestic uh, stuff, and people are wondering why. What's the double standard here? SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. So, so what do I do? Just aim for the pond? No, you're not supposed to hit it into the water. But you hit it into the water. I know I hit it into the water. Well, why do they even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there? Because it's fun! We're having fun! Look, it went further than your ball. 
Welcome to Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Ramsey. We're kicking it. It's a Twisted Tuesday. Great to be back. Shout out to everybody uh, joining us uh, right now. We hope uh, you cash some tickets uh, this evening. We're waiting on Andrew McInnes. Um McInnes not around right now. We found him, uh, Matthias? No, huh? It's not on us. It's not like phone issues or anything like that. Um, we just can't find him. He's gone. He's vanished. And uh, we hope everything's all right with McInnes because he's a very, McInnes is very reliable, you know, as far as his appearances are concerned. He's never, like, you know what I mean? I think there's a couple of times he hasn't been on, but he's told us in advance uh, that he can't be on. I mean, I think he was sick a couple of weeks ago. That's what I'm thinking now. I'm like, he's probably asleep. Where he lives, it's like really late, too. He's like in a weird time zone. <laughs> and uh, so, I don't know, maybe he's not feeling well and he's, he's sleeping because uh, what's the deal with this? You've even sent him text messages and got nothing back, huh? He actually he called he him, got me, nothing. Gabe. He just oh. wrote me right now, and he said he had trouble with his desktop. So be expecting McGinnis here shortly. Oh, he had problems with his desktop. <laughs> he got Gabriel Morenci anitis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Problems with his desk. No, well, no, that's not true. Because I don't want to. I don't understand why he needs a desktop to call in. Right? Like it's, it's a phone. But I listen. You're right. I had my problem last night. I'm an idiot, though. I should have just called it on the phone. Like I called. Like what happened last night? Did you see me calling and all that? Yeah, I would see your call, but then you would disappear. So I was thinking maybe your Wi-Fi wasn't great around Dodger Stadium. Maybe that's why the call is dropping. Yeah, yeah, because that's it. I, I checked. I did check in, guys. Like, I, I said I promised I would, and I did. I tried to. <laughs> I, I tried to, but... Um, we were actually that, giving I, live updates on your call. At first, we knew you weren't going to call in the first hour because of how tight the game was. So everybody knew, you know, don't expect Gabe to call right now. Would you call during this game right now? Hell no. No, no, exactly. It was too... Yeah. It was too... I wasn't thinking about calling at that time. Yeah. <laughs> I was sort of like, I realized as I got out in the stadium in the parking lot, I was like, oh, man. And I looked, I was like, oh, I'm going to call these guys, right? And uh, But I can't lie with this, it just enraged me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I called, and I got, oh, uh, and I got knocked off, uh, uh, I got knocked off, like you said. And not to mention with this, so, like, that Wi-Fi outside of Dodger Stadium is getting drained. And think it's of terrible. how many people are all using, like, getting Ubers and stuff. Like, the Wi-Fi is getting drained, bro, out there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. The, the, the Wi-Fi there is terrible. When I went to that ga- uh, to the game against the Padres, good luck getting anything on your phone. You know, it's going to take a couple of minutes or whatnot. But you know what, Gabe? It, it's okay because all the people on YouTube, all your YouTube viewers, the Rageaholics, they were extra excited for you to call in because they wanted to hear you rage and they wanted to hear you vent. But they actually wanted to hear you angry. And, and I was like, I don't want to hear an angry Gabe. You know, we'll save that. Let, let Gabe. Yeah, you know what? Say. I got to be honest. I wasn't angry. I was more sad. Yeah. Like it wasn't an anger. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like leave the stadium in a rage. Ah, you know what I mean? I didn't leave the stadium. I was like, I was more depressed. I was like, man, I can't believe they lost. You know what I mean? It was just one of those type of deals. Like I didn't say anything. Like I said, there was no, I didn't get into it. Any, anybody, no giant fans or anything like that. Like, um, I spoke to a giant fan once. He was, he was cool. I said, Hey buddy, enjoy your whatever. And uh, he said, oh, yeah, people have been pretty cool. It hasn't been bad or anything. So that, that's one thing. We talked about that coming into the series. So I'm glad there hasn't been any violence with the fans or anything. It's just a baseball series, guys. It's intense. It's important, yes. Uh, but it's not worth violence. Uh, it's not worth violence for. Right? So that, that's, that's my take on that. But um, 
Yeah, we tried to check in. We really did. I wanted to. And I couldn't. We got knocked off. And then I sort of realized, Matthias, that I was screwed. I sort of panicked a bit. I was like, uh, I was like, oh, man. Like, I don't want to be stuck in this parking lot for two hours. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So no, then, it's impossible yeah. to get out of that parking lot, too, man. Yeah. It's, it's old school. It feels like I'm at a Mexico soccer game trying to get out of a parking lot on the Yeah, ground. it was all that little mountain. You're going down the hill. It's like there's one. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's not. It's, yeah, it's not pretty. So then I, then I just sort of got panicked. I was like, oh, my God. So I was like, all right, tech, we got technical problems. Plus, I'm not gonna lie, I was drunk too. Right? I wasn't. Dr- I wasn't drunk, drunk. Like, did I? I talked to you briefly. You heard me for a second, right? Because I was like, "Yo, yo!" Like, yeah. I was trying to explain to you that we were in the middle of a recording, so just enjoy your night because you wouldn't have came on until the final three minutes, anyways. <laughs> so, oh yeah, I, know. I so, you could hear me. <laughs> I didn't even. I know. Well, that was another thing. It was loud as hell, bro. Right, it was loud as hell, and there was like I was it was in the parking lot. The game went, you know, it was late, and uh, it was loud as hell. There was really windy. I couldn't hear anything on the phone. Like I was having a hard time hearing as well, and it was like, and it was like I'm the wind problem. You know, Matthias, how I hate those sounds, right? So I knew it was me. I'm like, oh god, I hate these sounds. Well to, well, to top it off, to top it off, and I'm going to give you some credit here. When you called me the first time, there was some loud music in the background, and I have to admit, it was Blink-182, and I didn't expect you to be jamming some Blink-182 in the background. I don't know where you were. I don't know what you were doing, but it you wasn't had some me. good old Blink-182 <laughs> raging in the back. What do you think? I was walking around with a boombox. <laughs> like, no, man. Like, no, I don't know. Like someone, it was someone in their car in a parking lot or something was cranking it. Like, uh, like I said, it was loud. And I mean, it was loud after. Uh, like some people were depressed, but some people were like whatever. And like you had a lot of giant fans. Yeah, like there were a lot of there were a lot of giant fans there after, and they were all yelling and stuff in the parking lot after the game. You know, behind the stadium there. Um, and it, I so like I said, the Uber pickup. There was literally like ten thousand people in line, and I was like, I can't. Like I, then I started to panic. I was like, man. I don't, it took me two hours to get to the stadium. I was like, I don't, this is terrible. I don't want to, you know what I mean? And I sort of walked to this part, and uh, there were a bunch of dudes just like cold, you know what I mean? Cold calling, like uh, taking offers, just drivers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like that in New York too at uh, MetLife. There'll be dudes just in the parking lot, all right? And they'll, but, you know, like I said, one guy wanted $250 to go to Hollywood. $250. Like I understand, man. Like that's like, dude, you should get a helicopter for two fifty. Like honestly, two hundred fifty bucks. I paid a guy a hundred, and even at that, you know what? It's not that bad actually. He got me out of there. I give him credit. He was good too. Like I don't know. He knew like we took some side angle on the way out. He told me he goes, I got a way out of here. That like uh, he wasn't supposed to do it. Like basically, he he went like in some he went down some little hill there. He's not supposed to, <laughs> but he says he does. He said he does it all the time. He basically said, if I get a ticket, I get a ticket. And he, you know what I mean? He goes, it's worth it. I do it all the time. And uh, so <laughs> he did this little U-turn thing. And I saw as we were going, some security guy with Davis was like waving, yelling at him a bit, like at a distance. You know what I mean? And we just got out of there. And uh, he said, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. I had a good time. It was just, you know, it was just one of those sort of... Um, I wish they would have won. And like I said, I wanted to check in on the show. I got a little frustrated. It is what it is. Just there you know, were people last night that literally bet against the Dodgers strictly because you were at the game. 
And they yeah, have all over the YouTube chat. It's only uh, I'm only zero and four. I, I, like I wouldn't have bet against. I wouldn't have bet against the, the Dodgers even if you were there. That's that's baloney. No, nah, that that that's the thing. Like, I don't have any impact on the game, guys. Like, I don't have an impact on the game. It's just I'm just there. Like, I have bad luck, so I'm just going to be there for the loss. But we'll see. We'll see. Look, pretty much in every instance, let's be real, in every instance. So, I mean, how many games have I, I – I've only gone – how many games have I already gone to? How many games have I gone to? I went to the Stanley Cup final game, and they lost, but whatever. It's like, how the hell is that my fault? They lost uh, – they played five games. They lost four of them. I happen to be in one of them. Last night, though, you're right. I can't lie to you guys. Listen, I'm supposed to be going to the uh, – I'm going to a football game this weekend. We'll let you know if I go, and I'll let you know who to take. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, a lot of times the teams I've gone to, they've been underdogs, too. That's another thing. Except the Dodgers were not last night. All right. Uh, I believe we've got Andrew McKinnis stepping up and in. Better late than never. Andrew McKinnis, wager your talk. Do we have you, Andrew? Can you hear me, Gabe? Um, yes, but um, it sounds like I got that uh, sort of submarine thing going on here, uh, Matthias. So I don't know if, um, and I know I'm fine. So why don't we hold on a minute? We we got the next segment coming up. Uh, figure this out, Matthias. Again, all right? Hang up, disconnect, whatever, and uh, we'll get we'll get McKinnis on in the next segment because we only got a couple of minutes uh, left here. Um, so Andrew McKinnis will join us hopefully in about two minutes. Yeah, like I said, it sounded like that underwater sound a bit. Uh, I think it could be fixed. I don't know. Maybe it's his computer or whatever. Like I said, just hit restart, re, you know, hang up, redo, whatever. Like I said, we're going to a commercial break in about two minutes. We'll get uh, McKinnis on. On the other side, and we'll get into some National Hockey League action as the NHL regular season began tonight with just two games. Two games tonight. And uh, the defending champion, Tampa Bay Lightning, lost 6-2. And cost me a parlay, actually, because I had a Dodger parlay. I had a Dodger-Lightning parlay, but I hit the Dodger-Las Vegas night parlay. So the Seattle Kraken lose their first-ever game. They lose 4-3. Spirited effort. They cover on the puck line, plus uh, plus one and a half. We sort of ease into things in the National Hockey League. It's not like there's really like, oh, yeah, like everybody's playing at once. Because, I don't know, the NHL do things their own way. <laughs> so they had two games tonight. Two games tonight. And then um, and tomorrow... It's not a full slate of hockey tomorrow, but there's some games. We'll break them down. we got Montreal Canadiens and the Toronto Maple Leafs and New York Rangers and the Washington Capitals and Winnipeg Jets and the Anaheim Ducks, Chicago Blackhawks, Avalanche, uh, Canucks, and the Oilers. Andrew McCannis on the other side. The late-night anger match for class continues. Bring it. I was blind, but now I see. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All 
all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. I can't believe we're on the Canadian Olympic basketball team. Yep, it's just that easy. Wow, that was close. You can be the center. Late Night Anger Management Class, this is Sports Rage. I am Marinci. Kicking it. We got Andrew McKenna, so I'll cut the small talk. Good to catch up with you, McKenna. Thanks uh, for joining us. Better late uh, than never. Let's do this thing. The NHL is back. Two games uh, tonight. And uh, the first one surprised me. The result surprised me. No Crosby, no Malkin, no Jake Gensel. And uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins go into Tampa and throttle the McKenna's. Yeah, it's unbelievable, Gabe. Uh, sorry for the late arrival, but happy to be here with you as usual. Um, unbelievable, really. It's one of those things where, I mean, you, you seem like uh, you see these teams, you see you see a couple guys out, and uh, all of a sudden everyone's betting against them, and they all rally together. Dan Hyden scores in his first game as a Penguin. Um, you know, Carter looks pretty good. Uh, these guys, you know, Boyle, everybody kind of stepped up together and, and, and rallied, and I guess it's kind of a slap in the face to all of us that doubted them, so... Uh, hockey's back, man. That's just the way it goes sometimes. And uh, the Las Vegas Golden Knights. So I played the pucks uh, tonight. I played, listen, I, I'm so caught up in this Dodgers series. Everything has sort of revolved around that for me in, in the last week. Um, so that's what I did tonight. I parlayed the Las Vegas Golden Knights with the Dodgers, and I parlayed the Tampa Bay Lightning with the Dodgers. Um, I, so both both hockey games went over the number tonight, too. We should take note of and so, you know, I'm happy enough, but I did say, and I'm a little frustrated because I was going to take the crack and plus a goal and a half for Kittis, but with five guys <clears throat> being out due to COVID, you know, it, it it scared me away a little bit. So I was like, you know what, I'll just take Vegas to win the game. But I think that's, that's what we're going to see a lot with the Kraken. Kraken lose by a goal. Like Kraken plus one and a half on the road this year, guys, I think will be a good play. And I think the Kraken will be a decent home team. As well, but with all that being stated, I still bet the Kraken under today. We had one of your colleagues on Carmine uh, earlier today, Carmine Bianco. We were talking about NHL win totals, uh, point season because they don't have wins, so season point totals, I should say. And I actually played. Uh, I played two of them. I got in on the Seattle Kraken under 89 and a half points, and I played the Las Vegas Golden Knights under 105 and a half points. It's hard to argue with those, you know, and uh, you and I spoke about the Kraken last week, and I think we both kind of ended up on the same conclusion. They're going to be a team that, you know, it's tough to play against and, uh, you know, competes in games, and I agree with you. You know, I'm not a huge plus one-and-a-half 
player, Gabe, but I think they're a team that you know, might be able to make some good money with because, like you said, they're going to contend, they're going to contest, they're going to be close, but might not be right there. And I think that in an expansion team, that's kind of all you can really ask out of them. You know, obviously, as a fan, you want them to win, um, and the GM wants them to do well, but realistically, you want them to be close in games. That's what they were against Vegas. And from a betting standpoint, look at how big of favorites Vegas were tonight. I mean, if you took a plus one and a half for both dogs tonight, you had a really good night tonight, you know? And uh, I had to add this in. How about if you were an underbetter in that first game, Gabe, between Tampa Bay Lightning and Pittsburgh Penguins? You see how many uh, empty net goals there were in that first game? It was almost like it was a playoff game or there was some weird implications there. I, I found that very weird. Yeah, I know that is. I don't know. Cooper does strange things sometimes. <laughs> uh, you're right. Uh, they got away from them. Uh, 6-2. All right, so let's move forward. Montreal, so let's set the table for tomorrow night. Montreal Canadiens and the Toronto Maple Leafs renew the rivalry. And, of course, they played in the playoffs uh, last year. So the Leafs are going to be looking for revenge uh, here. But no Matthews. Minus, uh, minus 172. Montreal Canadiens plus 144. Obviously, no Carey Price for, the, uh, for Montreal. They are six. The total is an even six at FanDuel. What do you think about that game? I like the over six. You know, I'm comfortable with it. Open up at five and a half, but I'm definitely comfortable with the six. Um, look, Montreal for a long time they've been they've been an under team. And last year, when I, whether I was talking with you or doing other videos online, I was predicting during their playoff run, if they were successful in a game, it was going to be a two-one game, three-two at the tops. You know, they were a huge under team in the playoffs, and I, I just think this might be the year where they start to crack that code where at least 50-50 or maybe even leaning more towards the over. Um, lots of skilled guys, lots of young players, and no Shea Weber, no Joel Edmondson to start the year off. Uh, heavy workload for Jake Allen uh, incoming, and uh, a couple new defensemen added to the lineup. And uh, a lot of people didn't really even know who Phil Deneau was until last year, and they found out who he was last year with his great two-way play. Um, you know, you don't have to be a great scorer to get recognized, and he got recognized for his ability to shut down the opposition, and he's gone now, member of the L.A. Kings. So uh, the Habs have the scoring ability, but I, I think their defensive, um, you know, front is kind of a little bit uh, weakened this year, and we all know how powerful the Leafs can be. Um, so I, I like the over six in that game, Gabe. Great breakdown, Andrew McKinnis. What is WagerTalk.tv, WagerTalk.com? Um, and uh, McKinnis is one of their hockey guys, along with Carmine Bianco. Although there's a lot of hockey picks uh, with that with that crew, uh, with the Prez as well. So uh, Rangers and Capitals. You know, the Rangers are an interesting team to me uh, this year. They've got a lot of talent. I think they're going in the right direction. Obviously, uh, the King is no longer there. Last year, they had the situation with Putin and the accusations, and you know, it was a weird year for them. And then they fire everybody, actually, after. So, you know, the Rangers, though, you know, they're an intriguing team. I like their – I think they've got some good players. Um, there's always a lot of pressure on them, though. It's, it's, a weird, it's a weird market to play in. But the Rangers are very popular. Just for the record, like, if people wonder, like, man, I see more Rangers jerseys in New York than, like, almost anybody else. Like, like you know when the Rangers are playing. Like, the day of a Rangers game, it starts in the morning, man. There's people in Rangers jerseys all over the streets everywhere. Like, Rangers are a popular team. They're at the Capitals. Kind of a short price here, though. I'm surprised not a bigger price. Capitals are minus 126. Rangers uh, plus 108, total 6.5. 
Well, I think there's going to be lots of money-making opportunities with the Rangers this year. Uh, I think back to about two or three years ago, and the Rangers were, you know, plus 130, 140 in most games, and there were some great plus prices on them. But, uh, yeah, the you know, the Capitals are still a really good team. They're physical as well. Everyone's kind of building up this rivalry. And, you know, I'll ask you, Gabe. I mean, I think stuff like this and the rivalry and the physicality and, you know, cheap hits, and, of course, New York goes and picks up Ryan Reeves. I think that stuff does transition from one year to the next, but not as much as stuff that happens in season. When it comes down to it, it comes down to lineup versus lineup. And uh, I think that Washington gets the job done at home to start the season off. But um, I will be cashing some tickets with New York on the season moving forward. But out the gate, I think that uh, Ovechkin and the Capitals get the job done in their opener. It's a great point that you raise, actually. As far as... um... As far as the, you know, what happened with Tom Wilson and everything last year, right? And and how? Over. Um. Man, I look at this game too. I'm not. I wouldn't be betting the under. I'm looking. I want to bet some unders here too, but I don't see a spot yet. So, so six and a half. So, what do you think? You think this game's going to go over to six and a half? It's plus one hundred to the over. I think it, it, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet the under in this game, you know, and, and maybe maybe Gabe, this could be one of the in-game live opportunities, right? You know, maybe see a, see a no goal in the first 10, 15 and jump in. The question is, is, is you know, how many power plays are going to gonna be in this game? Uh, the referees are supposedly cracking down on stuff. Um, it's anticipated to be a physical game and both teams definitely have really, really strong power plays. And that could be a couple goals right there for you. So, I'm not going to play it, but if I was playing a total in this game, I probably would go over. I don't love six and a half. That was the gate, though, Gabe. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll get to another six and a half. Uh, a couple, there's a couple other six and a halfs on the board. The Winnipeg Jets and the Ducks. So the Winnipeg Jets are in Anaheim, minus 152 at the pond, uh, plus 128, total five and a half in that game. I think Winnipeg are a better hockey team than the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, I think you know, Winnipeg are better than the Ducks are. But without being stated, it's the first game of the year. All teams are fired up. They're a home opener. So I'm not really in a hurry to want to lift 52 cents here with the Jets. Uh, what's your take on this one? No, I'm not either, Gabe. And, and uh, you know, one thing that I've told myself that I want to change this year but my NHL handicapping uh, is just that I just want to be careful when I'm, when I'm, you know, laying too much juice in general. You know, just taking my spots when to do so. And yeah. I kind of give myself a little bit more leeway with totals. Um, kind of like how I jumped in on the Montreal-Toronto over at minus 130 with the five and a half. I'm doing that similar with the Winnipeg-Anaheim under at minus 120, 125-ish for the five and a half. Look, we first of all, um, you, you think back to that uh, the hit that Mark Shifley had on uh, Jake Evans last year. Remember that, Gabe? Uh, yep. Mark Shifley still serving his last game of his suspension. So Interesting. Will be out for the game tomorrow. That carries over from the playoffs. Good point. Uh, at Anaheim, I watched them in the preseason, man. Uh, it's going to be kind of the same old story. They've got some good prospects, and their team's going to be okay, but it's going to be the John Gibson show. That goaltender is unbelievable. And every time I watch the Anaheim Ducks, all I think to myself is like, God, like, why does this guy have to suffer on this horrible team? Like, this guy is so talented but he has to play goaltender for the Ducks, you know? So 
uh, and obviously Hellebuck on the other side. I think this is a, a great under spot for tomorrow, under five and a half Jets and Ducks and uh, 10 o'clock Eastern game. Chicago Blackhawks take on the Colorado Avalanche. Of course, the Avs are always listed, you know, as that that hype team and the team to beat. And oh, this is going to be their year and and all that. So well, let's see the Stanley Cup odds here. Yeah, the Colorado Avalanche are favored right right now over the Lightning, even plus five hundred. So the Avalanche are Stanley Cup favorites again, plus five hundred. The Lightning are plus six fifty. The Golden Knights are seven to one. The Leafs are eleven to one. The Bruins are fourteen to one. The Islanders are fifteen to one. As far as the top teams uh, are concerned. Uh, what do you make of this game? I know, listen, our boy Cam was talking about uh, the Blackhawks, not specifically in this game, but I'm sure he'll be taking them tomorrow, but plus the puck and a half. But I know uh, he's not alone. A lot of people are sort of high on the Hawks uh, this year. It's minus 137, a puck and a half. Um, if you want to lay a goal and a half, you're getting plus money with Colorado at plus 114, minus 215 on the, on the money line, and a total of six and a half in this game. What's your opinion on the Blackhawks and the Avs? I'll say this, Gabe, and I don't say this too often, kind of in a generic statement. I think tomorrow you could bet every single dog on the money line come out profitable. Uh, And I'm looking at the Blackhawks on the money line tomorrow. I think it's a good spot. Uh, The value won't be there like this uh, on the Blackhawks for too long, you know, maybe a month, month and a half into the season. No Nathan McKinnon um, for the Colorado Avalanche tomorrow night. Uh, he has COVID, but he's asymptomatic, but he has been listed out until at least Saturday, I believe. Um, so that's a big loss for the team, but obviously a team as great as they are is, is not just made up of one player. However, you know... But he's a pretty good player. Like, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, but look at the Penguins tonight. Look at the Penguins tonight. Huh? They were out all their guys, and they win. For sure. I, I just think this is a newly sparked uh, Chicago team. I mean, Let's be honest, what, what are the things that have really been holding back the Chicago Blackhawks team in the past recent years? And I know Lankinen wasn't too bad, but they picked up Marc-Andre Fleury. And if he can even give them some great games here and there, um, I, I know he's probably going to have a heavy workload, and they'll have to make sure they manage that. But having a vet back there and goaltender, I, I think it'll be huge for them. And uh, Jonathan Taze being back, I mean, you know how it's like in team sports, Gabe. You and I always talk about how we're a little bit more situational guys. We try and, you know, think about what it's like inside the locker room. Their captain wasn't there all last year. They, they were yeah. without their leader. You know, he's back with them now. Uh, they got Tyler Johnson up front, Alex Dabrinkit. Um, you know, I think, I think they're going to be a good team. So I still like the over in that game, Gabe, but I, I'm leaning more towards the plus price here on the dogs. The Blackhawks, plus uh, plus one and a half, minus 137, or plus 180 on the money line. We'll hit the Canucks and the Oilers on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. 
I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Leave me to warning level two. Andrew McKinnis, wagertalk.com, kicking it with us. So um, Edmonton Oilers and the Vancouver Canucks, a spirited rivalry always. Uh, Oilers are minus 196 in this game. Total is six and a half. Um, the Vancouver Canucks are plus a puck and a half, minus 154. And it's another one. So, yeah, I guess technically you could say the Oilers are a better team uh, than Vancouver. But I think Vancouver are going to be a good team this year. Um, last year they, they got hit the hardest by COVID. Remember, guys, they didn't play for three weeks. Then they played like, I don't know, they played like 16 games or something in 28 days or whatever whatever, whatever it was. It was ridiculous. And they actually competed. Um, so they're, they're plus 164. This is the total that I look at this. I'm thinking under. I'm not sure they get to seven in this game. I know Vancouver don't want to get to seven. And I know Edmonton want to play. Edmonton don't play that, you know, fire wagon hockey that everyone thinks they do. What's your take on this game? I think it's a great point. You know, I think that if you look at the, the guys in the team, you look at a few different players that have talent, uh, it might be very easy to just step right up and say, you know, let's, let's cheer for some goals. Give me an over. But, uh, you know, I think that not only um, are we getting a six and a half, but I think, like you said, um, the coaching staff on these teams, they're going to be putting, you know, emphasis on taking care of the puck, uh, you know, taking care of the zone entries, zone exits, really, really, really careful out the gate. And I think that's going to be huge as far as total wagers. So I like that six and a half towards the under. Um, and, and I like uh, Vancouver, I think I mentioned last week, to make the playoffs at plus 175. However, I do have Edmonton just above them a little bit. I think it's worth a sprinkle. It's great value on Vancouver, but I really do like that under six and a half with you. I think it'll be a sneaky good game tomorrow, Gabe. Andrew McKinnis. McKinnis, thanks for joining us. Better late than never. Uh, it was a couple of shorter shifts tonight, but nevertheless, we appreciate your time. Uh, follow McKinnis. Check him and Carmine out. Great hockey talk all the time. Ed Moore. Uh, not just hockey, but over a wager talk. Follow McKinnis Picks Twitter. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, Lockett. Late night anger match from Cuskin. Lost in a sea of stats, averages, and injury reports? It's okay. You found it. Sports gaming strategies and info. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, 
No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 